Niners. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? He's in for the touchdown! McCaffrey scores! Get in at 654-ROAR and let us know. We are the Roar. a.m. Hour three getting started right now. We want you to be a part of it. 654 Roar. Gastroenterology Associates. They got great locations here in the upstate. Greenville, Spartanburg, and Clemson. Uh, Any digestive discomfort, these are the people to go see. No referral required from your doctor. You can go to gastroassociates.com and sign up today. But you you want the best around. You want to have the top facility, the top physicians, the top care. The top knowledge. You get all that at Gastroenterology Associates. And they can get you in, get that appointment, uh, any screenings you need done, any issues you're having to be checked out. Let gastroassociates.com take care of you today. Go now and get signed up for that appointment. 654 Roar, you want to get in with us here on the press box. Coming up in about an hour over on Out of Bounds. William Quackenbush is going to be on location today. At he's going to be outside. He's going to be at Doug Kingsmore I Stadium. Believe, yeah, that is wow. that's where he's going to be. Quack at a ballpark. Who would have thought it? Right, you know. Shocker, I know. Uh, he does a lot of shows from from DKS, but he'll be doing today's out of bounds from there, as it's going to be a little baseball takeover show, the annual baseball takeover show on Out of Bounds. Uh, you will hear from some coaches. You'll hear from some players. Just stay tuned. Quack and Ben have a, have a good program here for you coming up at noon. I like it. I like it. Should be a lot of fun. It's always one of the signs for me that the season is right around the corner is the out of bounds baseball takeover day. It's like on, on the checklist of things you have to do before opening day can happen. Yeah. It's just one of one of the things we get to check off the list. I'm looking outside, is is Quack gonna get a February sunburn? Is that on the agenda today? Oh man, <laughs> don't 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 put that on Quack. Well he has before. That's why I brought I, that's it what up. Saying. Don't don't Man's got the sunscreen under control. Okay. I just hope he's protecting himself. He will. Okay. I have faith in Quack. Looking forward to that show today, though. I got a lot of thoughts and a lot of questions on baseball. Well, we're going to tackle some of it later in the week, uh, but really next week we're going to really hammer Clemson baseball getting ready for the season, college baseball in general getting ready for the season. So it's going to be a good sort of kickoff thing to get your mind churning. Absolutely. And I hear from a lot of great players and coaches today on Out of Bounds. So stay tuned here on The Roar all day long. Uh, Road Rage, Walt Deptula. I, I wonder if afternoon. Walt's going to have anything to say about the basketball game last no. night. No. I, th- I can't. I mean, as much as I'm enjoying our last hour here of the show, I cannot <laughs> wait for Out of Bounds and the baseball takeover day. I can't wait to hear what Walt has to say about this game. I think you'll have a lot to say about this game. Four yeah. hours from 3 to 7, you'll have Walt Deptula on, and then we'll have Clemson Women's Sports Hour from 7 to 8 p.m. after that. Oh, really? That's um, that's a good day to have it too. It's uh, women's was women in sports day. Is that is that how it's, is that how it's, women national girls and women in sports. Day there we go. Is the official. I, I, thankfully, Anna Margaret is here to help me out there. We were talking about it earlier, but I, I wanted to get the official name of it. So make sure you listen tonight uh, to that uh, show as well. Looking forward to that. Six five four roar. You want to get in with us? Anything Clemson basketball related? ACC basketball. That's kind of been on. On the, on the front burner, most of the show, we'll get to some Super Bowl 
concernometer stuff, some other things too here in this final hour. But first, let's go to Chuck and Taylor's. Hey, Chuck. Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call once again and enjoy your show once again. But uh, I just wanted to say what uh, my question was, and I was listening to Brunel's, you know, post-game thing. I, I really think, you know, he's this team's evolving. He's learning how to approach how to play this team with the different players he's got. My personal opinion, whatever that's worth. But uh, I, I, do, I, I think that mixing in that zone is helping this team. And they did have a good shooting night for once last night. You know, they seemed like they, you know. And I think they did, had a lot of inside-out play that helped too. And uh, P.J. was really physical with Baycott last night. And uh, I'm just so happy for the Coach Brunell and these players. They finally pulled one out, you know, in the last seconds. And uh, But I just wanted to ask you the question about the zone. I, I really think it's helping to mix it in there. And uh, I'll take my comments off the air, man. I enjoy you guys. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you for getting in. You know, Chuck's the one who brought up the zone yesterday and said, man, they really should play some more zone. It's it's helping. It will help. And you know, that's kind of led our conversation we're talking about. I thought if there's one team on the schedule, you pull the zone out, it's North Carolina. And we saw that. And, and it worked last night. Do we see more of that? Or was that just North Carolina specific? I think is the question moving forward. Um. I think you'll still see it situationally, but I don't know how much you'll see it. Like this week against Syracuse, or Saturday against Syracuse, I don't know if you'll see it as much as you saw last night in Chapel Hill. And it, it depends on the perimeter players, the quality of perimeter players that you're going against. But it would make sense if there's some shooters out there. You can put Jack Clark out there. You can put or Chauncey Wiggins or both, and that was long wingspans and ability to affect shooters. It worked last night. It worked. So I, I don't know why you wouldn't try that more in some situations. You know, maybe maybe late in the game against Georgia Tech, if they have a have, you know we'll flash back there. Maybe this time they want to uh, change up the defense a little bit. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of kidding there a little bit, but certainly uh, the zone was a big factor last night. Offensive rebounding and second chance opportunities were a big factor. Uh, Clemson did a lot of things really well. It, it was a we ran through a whole checklist yesterday, and I, I they checked almost every box, John. I just I don't think anybody was expecting that. I don't know how you could after what you've seen the last few weeks. But this team played really hard and played really well and got a very, very key and monumental win for themselves. You know, what what it means for the fans, I know you love beating North Carolina, that's great. But I'm telling you what it does for those players right now. And to see the hard work be rewarded, some of the close losses, the, the gut wrenching defeats turn a little bit. I just I don't I don't think you can put into words how incredibly important it was uh, for that team last night for those guys on the court to experience that in Chapel Hill and a little swag with it too you know enjoying themselves enjoying the a big win love the swagger <laughs> look if you get an opportunity to go to North Carolina and do it do it that's my I, that's I would my think Ian Shefflin would strongly recommend that yeah if you have the opportunity go do that it's not it's not often you get the opportunity do it. 654-ROAR, you want to get in with us. We'd love to hear from you here in this hour. Uh, back to the Concernometer, John. Can I? It's 11-11, all right? Let me point out what time it is on the clock. All right. And I'm going to pull this up on the Concernometer because it hasn't been brought up the entire show. I knew about it the second I woke up this morning, 
and I just wanted to see if, if anybody out there was going to bring it up. Today is National Signing Day, and nobody knows or cares. Concern, one through five? Five. <laughs> were you aware that it was concern? That it was concern meter day. Of course you were aware of concern meter day. Were you aware that it was National Signing Day? Not when I woke up this morning. <laughs> How long in the day before you realized it was National Signing I Day? I was here. I mean, I was already up and commuted and, and been at the office for a few minutes by the time I put two and two together that today was National Signing Day. Isn't that wild? Now, I know for the last few years, this day hasn't really been a big deal from a Clemson perspective because of the way they've just had the classes pretty much shorn up. But, man, there's always been some flips or something going on. There's nothing happening today. A&M held on to a player. That's all, that's all we've seen. Really solid. I don't like it. Clemson's not even doing their big shindig today. You know, they had they sort of that web mm-hmm. show where Don Munson sits there in his orange blazer and invites every coach he can over there to to have conversations. And it's great material. It's great content. And Don does a great job with it. I'm really missing it, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, it feels weird not having it. Yeah, it, it does. It does. But, but it also feels weird not being able to turn on ESPNU and see a full day of signing day coverage. Like, we just... We don't have the signing day hysteria anymore. There's literally nothing going on at Clemson on National Signing Day at the football facility. Nothing. Just another day at the office. Yeah. Just show them, yeah, just another day at work. It's crazy. I don't know that I'm concerned to that level. Uh, I am. I am. I, I don't like the way that this shapes up because I don't like the way we're, where we have it set right now. I don't like this December and then two months later. I would much rather remove the December signing period and put it in August and then keep this one here. But it's also a sign of the times and just the, the calendar and the changes. That yeah. Know, and, guys, and they also know what they want to do earlier on. Yeah. But to be sitting here today at 11, it took to 11, 11 and nobody brought it up. I, I, we I we telling, had one text. We had one text this morning who, who brought up the young man who is recommitting to Texas A&M and did not flip to Georgia. But didn't like ask a signing day question or bring up signing day from that. Just brought up the fact that the the guy didn't flip. Yeah, that's it. Now, are, are, there's a lot of other sports that are doing signings. It's not just football, and there's all kinds of levels doing signings today. So it's. I hope it's still a big deal at your local high school. You know, I hope that hey, people. Texter gets in. I've got a son signing to play D three today, so I'm excited. Huge day for my boy. Awesome. C- congratulations. That that's incredibly awesome. Thrilled. That's really cool. It's a big day for you. Absolutely it is. I just hate that we have lost the, you know, the everyone all of a sudden randomly has the the flu on the same day, that first, you know, Wednesday in February. Right, it wasn't that long ago that everyone was putting in PTO today. It used to be, John, th- this was like the day where I was on the road. This was my biggest road day of the year back in the newspaper days. Yeah. Like I'd be at one school doing this signing, another school doing that signing. I might have to travel an hour and a half away to go get – a big name, you know, who's going to now. Like, it, it was a huge deal. Huge deal. Spent the whole day working out of my car. Loved it. It was great. It was a thrill. You know, it was it was fun. Nothing going on. It's crickets. It's crickets. And Clemson not even have it. That, that's the biggest sign of the times right there to me. That Clemson is not even hosting an event today. With the, you know. Just going to work? I mean, there's no, not even a Dabo Swinney press conference today. It just feels out of out of norm. Brad, you, you, you miss the Coach Sweeney 11 a.m. press conference, though, don't you? 
I would not have been upset had Dabo decided to talk at around 11 o'clock this morning for 45 to 49 minutes. I would not have been upset. (laughs) I would have welcomed Coach. We always welcome Coach on the show. (laughs) Just saying, would not have hated such a thing on a random Wednesday. On National Signing Day. It's not a random Wednesday. it is. That's my point. It's just a random Wednesday now. You don't hold National Signing Day press conferences anymore. Man. We've been uh, we have been robbed of that feeling though. It's it's long gone. I uh, I miss it. I miss the big the big signing day. I still can't believe nobody brought it up. <laughs> it never even became a topic. On <laughs> for two hours we did this show and no one even mentioned. I mean, this is day. the first time that I can recall where I haven't thought about signing day for like a month leading up to it. Like to where you just knew when the date was on the calendar for weeks. Clemson had nothing to do today though. There was nothing out there for them to... to no, the cl- yeah, the class was done in December. As Dabo says, Hay's in the barn, John. Hay was in the barn in, in December. Hay was in the barn long before December. Well, they got a couple guys in December. But the, for the most part. Yeah, the for the most the part, barn. yeah. Yeah, a couple of linemen. Got a new linebacker in there. Added some pieces. Clemson's in full 2025 mode over there. They have been. The class of 2025 is the... the not only is it the primary, but it's the only focus. There it's is the no number three class focus. in the country right now. They're working on 26. They turned the page a month ago. Were, I still can't wrap my head around that we're focusing on 2026 recruiting. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> quit quit bringing up what years we're in here. It's making everybody feel old. Uh, one other concernometer, football wise okay. for college, and then I want to move on to NFL rest of the show. Or, or well, there's some other things on here too. But one. Uh, Boston College hasn't named a head coach. Here it is Wednesday. It's been a week since Jeff Halfley left to go to the NFL and be the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. Feels like so long ago. <laughs> and really, a lot's happened. Uh, Boston College sitting there with no coach. Concern one through five on that? A two. I think if we get to the end of the week and they don't have a coach, that number goes much higher. Now, there were reports that they held multiple interviews yesterday. They did a, a Tuesday push to do some interviews and you know i've checked in on things over there at bc i i do think bill o'brien is still the hot name and still maybe the leader in the clubhouse if you will what does it say that they wanted to talk to others i don't know i don't know if that's is that due diligence or is that that they're not sold or he's not sold yeah could be could be a plethora of things but i i am of of the belief that we're 48 hours roughly away from knowing who the head coach is at Boston College. I, I don't think they go into the weekend not knowing. I, I think you you find out before. Like you, ideally, they'd like to know probably today or tomorrow and hold a presser on, on Friday. If not, they'll hold a presser on Monday. But I, I don't think it goes into Saturday. If it goes into Saturday and Sunday, to your point, concern goes to a five. Yeah, because to me, that would read that you've had multiple no's. Too many no's to count at that point. But I don't think that's going to be the case. You know, we, you and I discussed Al Washington and Bill O'Brien as the two main focused candidates for this yes. job. I still think it's going to be one of those two. And I think right now I'd put my money on Bill O'Brien. I would as well, although I'd like to see them hire Al Washington. Need to hurry this thing up, though, because it's National Signing Day and they don't have a head coach. How insane is that? It's National Signing Day, and they don't have a head coach, and it's it's okay. And it's not a big deal, <laughs> it's yeah. It's not a big deal at all. It's fine. No one in no one anywhere is freaking out about that. No. 
Yeah, we've changed. Well, even a year ago, it didn't even matter that Jim Harbaugh was interviewing with the Vikings on National Signing Day. He wasn't signing anybody anyway. Well, he wasn't signing any paperwork at the Vikings either. Ouch. He's got a job now. He took Jesse Minter with him, by the way. That news came out yesterday that we assumed was going to happen regardless. What did you make the fact that his son, Jay, is now the special teams coordinator in Seattle? Didn't go with him to L.A. I thought that was interesting. Very surprising. I I thought for sure that was going to happen. But not all that surprising when you look at who the Seahawks hired and Mike McDonald, who is part of the Harbaugh coaching tree, not surprised that Jay Harbaugh would land there if he's not going to go work for his dad. 654 or more to come on Concerner Meter after this. Are you tired of living with the discomfort of peripheral neuropathy symptoms? Well, relief is just a call away. Introducing Sumus Laser Therapy, a breakthrough treatment for peripheral neuropathy that could change your life. Say goodbye to tingling, numbness, and pain in your extremities. Dr. David Maroos, D.C. in Greenville, is here to guide you on your journey to a pain-free life. With state-of-the-art Sumus laser therapy, you can experience real relief. Look to a brighter future. Call 864-292-6777 now to schedule your consultation. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of south carolina your first week is always free most folks in your neighborhood are realizing a garage floor coating is a must-have item our coatings are easy to clean extremely durable and they transform the entire space i'm jake wilson owner of iron drive floor coatings In the last 15 years, we've installed over a million square feet of residential coatings. Trust in our team of professionals when it comes to your garage floor. Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com to get a free quote and see our five-star Google reviews and gallery of finished jobs. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson. Up next is your daily update on what's happening with Clemson Athletics. But first, this from Founders Federal Credit Union. Attention all basketball fans, are you ready to experience MVP treatment in banking? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union, where personalized service is the winning play. Don't settle for being just another number. Join Founders and receive the personalized attention you deserve, along with great rates, loans, for any reason, and a dynamic online experience. Visit one of their 41 convenient office locations, or visit foundersfcu.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax, go Tigers! Federally insured by NCUA, membership qualification required, terms and conditions apply. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Well, after going 0 for 59 in Chapel Hill in men's basketball, Clemson men's basketball has now won two of their last three, winning again last night in Chapel Hill. 80 to 76 was the final, as P.J. Hall led the way 25 points and nine rebounds to go along with three assists in 27 minutes of play. Joseph Girard, 21 points on 7 of 16, shooting 5 of 10 from beyond the arc. He also had six rebounds and three assists in the contest. And then Ian Shefflin, another double-double for Ian, 14 points, 11 boards in 28 minutes of play for Shefflin. Overall, Clemson defensively held North Carolina just 37% shooting from the field as the Tar Heels went just 24 of 65 on their home floor. Clemson... 15 of 20 from the charity stripe. They also totaled 42 rebounds. Only had five turnovers in the contest. Clemson led the entire way as uh, there were only two ties in the game. 
at 0-0 and at 70-70, but Clemson outscored North Carolina 10-6 over the final four minutes of the game to pick up the win in Chapel Hill. Once again, a great night for Clemson basketball. As always, go Tigers! Powered by UpCountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Every shot, every block, every game. We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5, we are The Roar, where every day is game day. We're back here live on the roar, the press box with Brad and John. Thank you for joining us today. Six five four war. Time for you to get in here in the third hour of the show. We got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, six forty p.m. on CBS. We get Jim Nance. Hello, friends. And I don't know, Jim. Tony Romo. Looking forward to what's going to be a fun game. John, are you, are you looking forward to the game? Very much so. I mean, is it from a like you and I are not the fringe audience. You and I are gonna watch this NFL game regardless who's playing. I don't I mean it doesn't matter the two teams. I can't think of a matchup that would make me not watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're we are not the target audience for uh you only watch football or you only watch NFL on one day a, a year, because that's not us. No. So not even close. But do you think people Fringe fans, fringe NFL people, super just people show up at a Super Bowl party to hang out. Will they care about the game? Is there is a the game good enough going to be good enough to be cared about? I hope so. Last football game of the year, it better be. We've had some Super Bowls that have been duds, no sure. question. And we've had some that have lived up to it. Well, last year was awesome. Do we get something like that? I hope so. Close game down the stretch. That'd be fantastic. Let's hit some concerns in this game. All right. Concernometer. All right, what you got? One through five. How concerned are you about the 49ers offensive line? They've not protected well. They have not, which is why you have seen Brock Purdy's legs have to be utilized as much as they have throughout this postseason run because of the, I don't want to say poor play, but it just hasn't been what it was in the regular season. Going up against Chris Jones, I think that's a four. Their guards have been getting their tails whipped. Yep. So I, so I think they're going to have have their hands full with with Chris Jones and Spagnola bringing blitzes from places you just never even seen before. I mean, it, it's 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 what they do. Like I concern me there's like a five for this 49ers offensive line. The way that they were able to confuse Baltimore up front, Kansas yeah. City was in the AFC Championship game. I think you're going to see a lot of that in this game. And you don't have someone who's as experienced as Lamar Jackson back there. They have Lamar seeing ghosts. Lamar seeing ghosts. Now they get a guy. and, and The guy I, who's probably going to win the MVP. I just think it's going to be really, 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 really difficult to think they're going to hold up well. I, I don't even know what a good game looks like for them. There's just going to be some just awful moments with their offensive line. They're, that's it's, it's one of the key reasons I lean toward the Chiefs right now is because I just I don't trust 49ers offensive line to hold up in this game. So that's an easy five on the Concerno meter. Purdy's legs, one through five. If you're a Kansas City fan, you're a Kansas City defense, you're Spagnola right now, 
What's your concern on on Purdy's ability to make something happen? Three and a half. It's pretty high. Yeah, it should be. He he showcased something I didn't think he had in him. I'm sorry, Brock Purdy. I wasn't familiar with your game. I uh, you, you got to give credit where it was due, and I think you have given Steve Spagnola an extra something to worry about over the last two weeks. I think I think that's the key. Is that now you have to game plan for that? What what happens when the breakdown? What you know? They Chris Jones does get through, and Purdy steps up in the pocket. You got to have somebody kind. You got to spy him a little bit in some situations. Willie Gay's gonna have to have a big game here. Is he healthy enough? I think he's gonna be healthy enough to give it a go. I see a hundred percent. Who is at this point of the season? Uh, I don't know. Can I throw a concernometer out there for you, Brad? Yes. In this Super Bowl. Yes. Concernometer one through five that the NFL today, the pregame show on CBS, that this is the last time we see this rendition of it. James Brown, Bill Cower, Boomer Esiason, Phil Sims. All have their contracts expiring after this game. We have seen CBS incorporate a lot of younger players as of late. J.J. Watt. We have seen Nate Burleson the last couple of years. We have seen Kyle Long now on the payroll of CBS Sports. Um, Jason Kelsey's out there. He's probably going to command top dollar to get some type of studio work. Concern a meter one through five that this is the last time we see this ensemble for CBS. I don't know that I'm concerned. I mean, all things have to come to an end at some point. Uh, there's a lot of young, new, fresh ideas and talent out there that you could certainly replace some of those guys with and, and freshen up your your lineup. I, I mean, it's it's natural progression of of, of of network television. I, you know, you can have Phil Sims take them, please. <laughs> I've Phil Sims has annoyed me since 1998 when he walked in the booth. Boomer Sison, I. Yeah. I think he's fine. I don't think he's great, but I think he actually does a lot of work that doesn't that goes unnoticed in this sport with the, some of the radio stuff that he does. But I still think that, like, I think Bill Cower provides a lot of good, unique perspective up there. And I just don't want to lose JB. I think that's kind of the big thing. I don't want to see a new host come in okay. and try to steer that ship. I I get that. Uh, that that there's a level of comfort with that with that pregame show, just kind of like with the cast of characters you have with Fox that we have. To me, there's something I don't watch a ton of these programs, but there's something a familiarity to be able to turn on your TV at noon on the NFL Sunday to know who you're getting up there on the panel. Okay, you, you're much more of a pregame show fan than I am. I I don't really. And even then, it's mostly background television for me. But I still want it to be a good product, and I like having the familiarity with the guys that I've watched up there for several years. It's hard for me to feel strongly one way or the other about it but i i do recognize your your uh your thoughts on that um you by the way those thoughts don't cost you twenty five thousand dollars like they would have kelvin sampson for getting asked silly questions about his thoughts uh, so you're not going to make me pay some of it for asking you a silly question if i made you pay me for asking silly questions john i'd, I'd be, be broke because i be ask broke. a lot of silly questions I'd, on this show i'd be a rich man i might be retired by now speaking of retirement really free brad's kids speaking of retirement one through five, concern a meter on Travis Kelsey playing his final game Sunday night. Hmm. Three at the most. Uh, I'm a little higher than that. I'm like a three and a half, four. I still I, I still think it's a possibility. Gonna go tour the world with Taylor. Could. Especially if they win, walk out into the sunset. The media career is primed and ready to go. Life after football is ready to go. I get it. I just think there's still some more left in the tank. And if you're someone like him who 
seems like he has life after football figured out. He does. When you have a Patrick Mahomes and a coach that knows how to utilize your skill set where he's, I mean, let, let's be clear. He's not putting a lot of crazy situations that cause him a lot of physical harm. I think they're very good in their play calling and scheme, and he's very good at finding soft spots in zone coverage. Now, they are going to be revamping their passing game in the offseason. So, I don't know. Plus, on top of that, he's... Uh, he he really he got himself to play at an extremely high level. He got his body ready and everything to play at this high level. I mean, yeah, it's it's to win a Super Bowl, but it also might be to walk away as a Super Bowl. But he might say, "This is good as it's going to get for me. Like I'm never going to have another season where I feel like I can get my my body to this degree to play at a level like this." Very well, could there's, I, there's he's mortality. the only one who knows the answer to that question. There's mortality to the playing career. So I th- I think it's, my concern is a little higher than yours. Uh, what about the retirement of Andy Reid, the head coach of Kansas City Chiefs? Could he oh. walk off if they win the Super Bowl, a retirement winner? Concern one through five. That's a two. That's lower to me. You've got Mahomes. You've got this window. And I think Andy Reid still has a lot of love for what he's doing and still seems to have a lot of joy in doing it. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised to see Andy Reid walk away after this game. Okay. I, I, I can buy the the narrative and the storyline, and yeah, that would make sense to walk off like that, but if you still feel like you have more in the tank with Patrick Mahomes... I'm a two, because I, there's a possibility of it. I would be surprised right now. I, I think he's got three, four years left. I do too. I think he wants to see the other end of Mahomes' career. I think he'd be crazy not to. Kind of hard to walk away right now. Yeah. But is it in the back of my mind a little? Yeah, sure. Potentially it's there. You just never know. Sometimes these guys just, eh, you know what? I've, I've done enough in this game. I've been doing this a long, long time. Family's important. We certainly didn't predict the Nick Saban retirement. No, we didn't. Can you imagine if we get Andy Reid and Nick Saban retiring the same year? Well, maybe Bill Belichick. Nah, he's not done. He's not done. Um, concern of me to one through five that the CBS – crew for lack of a better way of saying it messes up the Super Bowl like it's just it's horrendous they end up on on awfulannouncing.com <laughs> um I think for the entire crew I'd put that at a one and a half for Tony Romo it's a four but the whole thing has not really worked well you know Nance and Romo don't have the chemistry they once had and Romo finds it just seems like he just finds himself rambling about stuff and Jim doesn't know how to interject or what, or how, what or to add to. to it. And then right after that, Chad the Melman says, five, 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 five. And then so so to help that, CBS tried to bring in a bunch of other people. You know, Jay Feely's on the side a lot talking about punters and kickers. You know, and nobody really cares about that all that much. Brad hates special teams. No, I just, it doesn't add to the broadcast, John. <laughs> it doesn't do anything for me. You know they got they got side on reporters everywhere. Like they're they're they got Gene up in the booth with them now. Like who else has their their replay if you know guy in the booth with them? I don't know. It just it seems like they're trying to do everything they can to take some pressure off of Jim Nance because he and Romo just don't really vibe at a high level anymore. And they're stuck with the Romo contract. And you're not running off Jim Nance. He's Jim Nance. <laughs> He's the legend of legends. Exactly. He, he'll do this as long as he wants to do this. Just like he'll do the Masters as long as he wants to do the Masters. 
He did college basketball until he was done doing college basketball. And he gave that up. Boy, that's going to be weird. That is. But he <laughs> that's going to be really weird. I haven't prepared myself for that. He's he makes everything go, and it just, it's been kind of a dud lately. I don't think it's as much of a dud as you think it is, but to your point, I think the Tony Romo thing has gotten a little out of control. <laughs> well, nobody's ra- him in? nobody's reined him in. I think that's the problem, and I, I I don't think it's not that Jim Nance lacks the ability to rein him in. I think he's one of the best to ever do it. I don't think Jim gets Romo. Yeah. I don't get Romo, so I feel like Jim doesn't get Romo. I feel like very few people get Romo. But this was sort of a desperate attempt, wasn't it, to bring all these other people in on the broadcast? That used to be like taboo, you know. You you, you had broadcasters who were going, "You're not putting, you're not putting Gene in the booth with me. You're not having Feely can a punter imagine, on the sideline, kicker." Can you imagine going to Pat Summerall and telling him we need to put some other people in the booth here to help out your play-by-play? You, you bet, telling John Madden that Pat can't deal with you anymore, so we got to bring in someone to talk about punting and kicking. <laughs> Madden would have shown a telestrator what they can do with that comment. <laughs> you John him a lovely you'd picture. You'd end up like the turducken or whatever the thing is that he <laughs> serves out there on Thanksgiving Day. He would have drawn a lovely photo or uh, a, a lovely on, re- rendering on the telestrator <laughs> of yep. what you can do with that job idea. <laughs> it is nuts. It is a little crazy that we have to do this. What? But you're right that they are stuck with that Tony Romo contract, so you have to do so many other things to help balance that out it's just it's crazy when there's so many other good broadcast teams in the business yeah all right a couple other super bowl ones we'll wrap this up get some other things here in the final segment uh your concern for the 49ers stopping pacheco in that running game because andy reed has found he got his bag in that run game and pacheco is one of the hardest runners in the league and the 49ers defense is going up a yard and a half more per carry in the playoffs than they did in the regular season? Uh, four. Yeah, it's close to a five for me. It's a, it's a problem. It's going to be a huge problem. By the way, Texter asked, how long was Romo's contract? It was a 10-year contract, and I believe they're halfway through it. <sighs> yeah. Goodness. I know. And it was so much money, they're not getting out of the contract. Uh, stopping Pacheco has got to be the hardest thing. I, I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes. He's going to create some stuff you can't plan for. Kelsey's Kelsey's going to create some stuff you can't plan for. You know Pacheco's getting the ball. And Pacheco's carries have gone up. He averaged, I think it was 14 carries a game in the regular season. He's averaging over 20 in the postseason. Reed got in that bag with Pacheco. And his ability to get seven, eight yards on first down, man, you're in trouble. You're on your heels. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, dealing with Patrick Mahomes on second and two, good luck. The entire playbook is at his disposal then. Oh, I, I think I think San Francisco's defense is probably, you know, we've talked about this in the college football playoff. We talked about this in the national championship. If you're going to rank the position groups on the field, the Niners defense to me is by far the worst unit on the field. Ooh, okay. You might be right about that. Last thing before we go to break on the concernometer, one through five. How concerned are you? You you brought this up already, but I'm, I'm putting it on the concernometer. All right. How concerned are you that Kadarius Tony may be given a helmet a five. <laughs> to where he could play in this game for the a Kansas five. City Chiefs? A five. I would have left him back home in Kansas City. Now, Andy Reid said, we'll see on, on Tony. said, they don't know yet. We'll see. 
I'm not letting him on the field. Not a chance. Can't do it. Not a chance. Pat Mahomes is going to throw a hissy fit in this game if he has to throw. If he has to worry about Kadarius Tony messing something up. Because you know he will. Has this not been the cleanest team in the in the in the NFL since the playoffs started? Yeah. I don't know why in the world you would even think about adding him into the mix. I mean, it's like trying to open up. It's like asking a, a five-year-old to open a bag of flour in a clean kitchen. Like, you've kept it clean all week long, and you hand a five-year-old a bag of flour. Guess what? It's not going to be clean anymore. Do not put Tony on the football field. Sounds like you know from experience with the bag of flour given to a five-year-old. I give my kid a bag of flowers? <laughs> That's a horrible analogy. Final segment after this. What does it feel like to file with TaxLayer and get your guaranteed maximum refund? It feels like the last level of a video game, facing off against the final boss who stands between you and your refund. All your refund is belong to me. Using the power of TaxLayer like a secret power-up he doesn't see coming. Only the most tax-confident can defeat me. Throwing your laptop at his video game face and watching him crumble into a giant pile of shiny coin tax refunds. Oh, not fair. You use TaxLayer. Save up to 80% when you file with TaxLayer. Start for free. This Valentine's Day, skip the rush on cards, chocolates, and flowers, and give your loved ones what they really want, an insanely clean home with pros at zero res. Their patented process uses ZR water to clean your carpets and other surfaces like no other. And with no residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention me, Mickey, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $109 plus a free hallway. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. It's important to me to always remember why we do what we do as litigation attorneys, and that's to help people. But more specifically, it's to help people by creating a path forward after a catastrophic event. When someone walks into our office, they've likely experienced the worst day in their life. They've lost a loved one, they're catastrophically injured, or their family's falling apart. The second you walk into our office, you have personal involvement with an attorney. Our personal involvement continues until the case is concluded. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. If you're looking for a UTV, tractor, trailer, or tractor attachment, visit Mahindra of Anderson where they guarantee to be any competitor's price and offer the best customer service and quality parts in the upstate. Mahindra of Anderson offers financing and can also quote your trade-in. Visit MahindraofAnderson.com or in person on Pierman Dairy Road to check out their inventory and talk with one of their knowledgeable and friendly staff members. Mahindra, the number one selling tractor in the world. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Calling all coffee lovers. The Dream Center is excited to announce that they have officially launched a coffee brand. They are currently offering three different flavors, Colombian, Donut Shop, and French Vanilla. 
The Dream Center receives $5 from each bag of coffee sold, and trust me, they're all delicious and a great way to start your morning. Purchase yours today. Help make a difference. Buy online at dreamcenterpc.org or in person at their easily resale store on Calhoun Memorial Highway. So, what team will Bandwagon Brad pick this week? The nation's top bandwagon fans will be making their decision on what team to follow. What team will John scoff at? Did you just say scoff? Yes, I was scoffing. That's how you scoff. No, it's not. Tune in each weekday morning from 9 till noon on the Press Box, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Final segment here on a Wednesday hump day edition of the Press Box. Thanks for joining us. Coming up next, Out of Bounds, Quark and Bush will be over there at Doug Kingsmore Stadium bringing you live interviews and lots of baseball conversation as the Tigers ramping things up. A top 10 preseason team according to a couple ranking systems out there. We use which one, John? Just for all show purposes moving forward. D1 Baseball. Thank you. Um, but don't worry. I am pretty sure Quack and Ben will have some takes about last night's basketball game. I'm sure you will get some opinions and some more basketball conversation from them as well. One more time for the metrics. Clemson 80, North Carolina 76. Number three Tar Heels lose to the uh, unranked Clemson Tigers. You know, Tar Heel Chad got in earlier in hour one. Appreciate Chad getting in. If you missed any of today's program, you go to theroarfm.com and go check it out. You know, Clemson's 2-60 and 60 now all-time in the Dean Dome, and that is true. <laughs> but I am going to take it as Clemson has won two out of three in the Dean Dome. Oh, really? Won two out of three. And two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Wait, we, we live in a world where Clemson has won two out of three in the Dean Dome, and there's no National Signing Day buzz. And today's National Signing Day, for those of you who didn't know. Man, it's wild. First Wednesday of uh, February. 654 Roar. You want to get in uh, with us? Got a couple of things we want to get to here, including this new streaming sports option that is an interesting collaboration. We'll talk on we'll touch on that in just a moment. Tennessee Tigers up next. Hey Tennessee Tiger. Good morning, guys. Uh, just heard you mention that uh Tar Heel Chad called in. I didn't know that, but that's good, but uh, first caller call of the day, in? by the oh, way. First, no, Zeke. I haven't heard from Zeke. He's he's still in mourning. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Tar Heel Chad was the first one to get in today. So let me ask this about the basketball team. The um, On the games they lost in either overtime, you know, with Memphis and then, um, you know, lost the lead. Uh, uh, the, the two players that were playing last night um, that had been injured, were they injured in those games and um, – you know, weren't you know weren't able to play at all and contribute? What was that again? I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, Hemingway the, uh, and Boz oh, Lada were still injured. Yeah, did they're not, hurt. Did not contribute last night. Oh, they still got two guys injured. Yes. Oh, I thought um, I heard Mickey talking about um, uh, the one player that. Um, <clears throat> You know, contributed last night, but but had been injured. So, anyway, um, but uh, 
talking about the Super Bowl, um, I heard this um, uh, from some station. They were talking about, um, you know, Belichick uh, chasing um, Don Shula's win record. And he started talking about Andy Reid and how many wins he had. Did y'all, y'all recognize that? And um, if, if like he uh, said, if he coaches like um, five more years or six more years and just a guesstimate of uh, 12 years of win in regular season that, and then the postseason that he would pass Shula. I didn't know that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's he's. I I think people probably don't realize just how how great Andy Reid's numbers and career stacks up. Thanks, Tennessee Tiger, for the call. I appreciate you getting yeah, in. He has two hundred seventy two career wins and um, recently surpassed Tom Landry with two seventy all time. Wow. Uh, in terms of the, I, I assume he's talking about Clark, Jack Clark, but Clark's been back for a while now. Yeah, he's not a couple just, games. He's now. not a new returning player. He's been in the lineup for. I don't know, the last five games? Four or five games, something like that, yeah. He's been back for a couple of weeks now. You know, he's play, he played in the Duke game. The Virginia game. Remember, he got the tech called on him in the Duke yeah. game. So that was two and a half weeks ago, right? Something yeah. Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, um, or two weeks ago. So I, I think that obviously he's he's been much more part of the back in the rotation. And I, I thought he had one of his best games just from an all-around standpoint, but certainly defensively was was really, really outstanding. A lot of guys played well. A lot of guys gave the kind of performance you absolutely had to have, right? I mean, anybody doesn't do that, and then we're maybe talking about a different game. That's how, that's how thin the line was, the margin for error, not margin you have to win by. That's something for the net to figure out, not not me. 654-ROAR, still time to take some calls if you want to get in. John, this new streaming option, that came out uh, where Fox, ESPN, Warner Brothers are all getting together to create sort of a super sports package where you can stream all the ESPN networks. That includes, you know, SEC, you know, ESPN2, like all the whole family there, and all the Fox networks, including the Big Ten network and all that stuff. So is this going, is this something that you are, interested in is this marketed toward you uh, i think th- these companies have gotten together and created this even though they they compete they're joining together because the amount of cut cording cut cut cording, cord cutting cord cutting thank you uh that has occurred has hurt their bottom line hurt their dollar yeah and so this is sort of a you know pretty monumental agreement by these three organizations to do this but they're they're trying to sort of i guess like a better way of saying it uh make up for what's for lost dollars yeah it's better to be in competition and make money together than it is to not make money at all sure um i'm intrigued by it i'm open to the idea of it i have some questions and i think it's I'm very curious to see how this impacts the college football space, the college football playoff negotiations. Because one of the things that jumps out to me, Brad, upon the release that I was reading yesterday when this came out, out of all the networks that were mentioned, Fox and ESPN being two of the chief ones there, I noticed NBC 
and CBS were not there. But the Big Ten's new TV deal is a mixture of CBS, NBC, and Fox. Like I said, still very new. I'm not 100% way to, to know what it means, but I find it interesting. Is this going to change the television landscape as we know it? Now, this one thing you have to remember, this deal has to be approved. It has to pass the antitrust laws. Uh, has to work its way through there. This is not, you know, a monopolization kind of thing. Uh, f- typically, though, the court systems have ruled in favor of sports, you know, doing things like this and networks using sports in this manner. They seem to have to have done, you know, escaped a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, I just don't know that this. I'm not, I'm not ready to say this is a seismic change or this is going to revamp how we view sports. It could. I, I'm a little, I'm a little leery of that, though. Yeah, I'm not willing to just go ahead and, and crown it as the the grand sweeping change that is needed in broadcast television. It might, it might stink. Like it may not work out as well as they think it's going to. Like it may just not grip enough. It may not be enough options for people to want to to spend their money on that one. Obviously, if you get that, you don't need a lot of others. Right. Now, I think a lot of our listening audience should be interested in this, and you and I are both interested in this from that aspect of what all they're going to offer, but we don't know the rate. We don't know the price yet. Bingo. So will it ultimately make sense for you financially to get rid of whatever you have? If you have nothing at all, this does not appeal to you like because it makes no sense to create this for folks who don't have a cable or streaming service already. Right. Uh, this is for those who have are who really truly love their sports and only want either cable or streaming for sports only. You know, it's going to be very interesting. Like I, I can just see the conversation taking place in my house. I don't watch like new shows that come out on ABC or CBS. That's just not what I watch. But my wife does. So it'd be a very interesting conversation of. Hey, can we scale back the TV package to just get the live sports? I know you like all the shows on these other channels here, but... You're not winning this one, buddy. <laughs> no, not a chance. <laughs> this will not affect you in your household. No. I don't think This doesn't impact how The Bachelor gets on the television. I don't think she's going to be for just an all-sports streaming package here. Although my, my wife was yelling at the TV much louder than I was last night and cheering on the clubs of Tigers. I believe that. I'm just saying uh, as long as The Bachelor wasn't on right after it, you know? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> but no, you're not You're not going to win that battle. Uh, but some might. Some might. This might appeal. What, what I wonder if, to me the intriguing part about this is if it's even mildly successful, what spins off of this? Because there's still that idea out there, and I've I've thought about this a lot and have, have kind of voiced this a few times that we might actually be at some point headed to a you know pay for pay-per-view a la carte type of version of sports at some point in our lifetimes kind of like how you can do the MLB package for just your team yeah yeah you'll pay a monthly fee to watch Clemson you might pay a different monthly fee to watch North Carolina <laughs> You might not be able to watch. Don't love that, because <laughs> Brad, I watch a lot of college football, and I don't want to. And I, obviously, Clemson is number one, but there's a lot of other teams, a lot of other things I like to watch other than just my team. If you are, 
I don't know if I necessarily want to name all the names, but if you're another streaming service that offers all the channels like we're talking about, plus the sports stuff, how concerned are you right now? Concerned on me to one through five? Depends on the price point. You're you're definitely going to worry about losing some business. You, you will lose some business, sure. But if, if this is thirty thirty dollars less a month than what you're normally paying. Then you're 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 really struggling there, in my opinion. But I think a lot of it, in terms of like where the the fear will come from, will be the price point for your YouTube TVs and your Hulu's and you know things yeah. like that. Yeah, and as the texture brings up, this could be really bad for us, the consumers, because if you don't have enough competition then then we turn into cable uh the a la carte thing terrifies me but but this is this is essentially cable <laughs> they came up with this grand new idea and it's essentially cable and that was the problem with cable is that you had no other option you felt monopolized you felt right. the only way you could watch a game on espn was if you had cable tv and then streaming came along and gave you options and different price packages and and, you know, some of them even give you different packages based on, like, they have three or four different packages in their own system, much less viewing, you know, three or four others at the same time. So there's options for you. I th- That is a concern that it, it begins to limit our options. That's why I want to see if this is successful or not. And if it is. Or if it's like to your a la carte thing, where it's going to make it financially just, you can't even do it. You can't even watch sports. You're better off just going to a bar. Yeah. Sitting in a restaurant watching a game. You save money that way. Do we ever get to that point? Oh, we could. I mean, I'll, I'll never say never in terms of how sports are broadcasted anymore. Just tell me how I can get my Braves and how I can watch college football, and we'll, I'll, I'll figure out the rest. Is that, is that, I bet there's a lot of people in that boat, right? Just give me the Braves and college football. And I'll figure out the rest. It's kind of where things are right now. Speaking of the Braves, speaking of MLB, John, one last thing I want to bring up to you today. Some MLB totals. Oh, no. Win totals for Major oh, League Baseball. Oh, I know where this is going because I've seen these numbers. <laughs> oh, are, are, are these your numbers? No, these are not my numbers. I want to light these numbers on fire. Uh, concern for your Pittsburgh Pirates that they are 75 and a half on the win total. That's better than one that I saw. I saw 71 and a half. <laughs> I saw 71 and a half in the Braves at 101 and a half oh, at man. one place that I had looked. Uh, yeah, the Braves and this one, 101 and a half, and the one I'm looking at here in the Pirates are 75 and a half. Which, just, just don't let Paul Skeens get hurt, and I don't care. Which team just gets, don't let Paul Skeens get hurt, and I don't care. Which team goes over? Which has a better chance of going over? Oh, the Pirates. Because the number's so ridiculously low. It's one of the, fi- it's one of the six lowest totals in the sport. Washington's worse at 69 and a half. So at least you're not the Which, Just from a number standpoint. No, obviously uh, the Braves are the better team. Oakland doesn't even know where they're going to play in the next couple years. Yeah, fair. Colorado's 59 and a half. Rockies are awful. So you have that going for you. You're the not pi- the Rockies. I love this. The pitchers and catchers haven't even reported yet. All oh, the Rockies are awful. <laughs> just a true. No one's even at camp yet. How are they 59 and a half? I, I get the A's. Oh, man. Uh, the White Sox is 62 and a half. I'm finding teams that are worse. Hey, you're not far off from Boston. They're 77 and a half. You're on par with the Red Sox this year. The new reality TV sensation, the Boston <laughs> Red Sox, who have now been approved for a Netflix show. I'd say one that stood out to me, Detroit, 81 and a half. 
That's, that's pretty high. That's higher really? than... Really? Yeah. I don't know. Don't love that. That's higher than Cleveland. Just not, not much below the Twins either. The guards. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us today. Appreciate you getting in throughout the show. Coming up next, it's Out of Bounds, Doug Kingsmore Stadium Baseball Takeover. Enjoy that. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow, everybody. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT AM 1560.